0: Luke in the house. In the Let's house. Oh, go. go baby! Look at this, look at this. So what, we got a like
1: big day today. What's going on today? We got a big day today, man. A lot of stuff going. On. I got this going on. Yeah, it's a big day already. Appreciate you know? it. Got a Rolling Stone interview after this. Oh shit! And then I got a number one party, I guess, of sorts this evening. So should I'm be pumped good? for that. So you know we're pulling we're up good. to that tonight, right? I didn't know that. What is having that, A party tonight? W- oh, really? True, true. I am, man. What is the number one party? Well, I mean, in Nashville, you know, you kind of... There's a tradition of, like, celebrating when you get a number one song on radio. So tonight we're celebrating nine of those. Oh, Let's I've go, baby. One, haven't had one in how many years?
0: Been kind of busy. You're cel- you're <laughs> yeah. cel- you're- so this is number ones adding up from years,
1: and now it's yeah. just all leading yes. to this one party Yeah, because usually you have... So historically, it would be like, you know, like a lot of times when if you take a song to radio, it's like a lot of times it takes, you can take a year to go number one, but uh, you know, we were lucky enough to have a bunch that went in like 14 weeks or 15 weeks. So then it was like, we had so much shit going on that it was like, it was hard to fit that into the schedule, you know? And I feel bad because just too, num- too much number ones to party every single <laughs> time. Right, It's tough. It's tough, you know, but really the thing that that's, that sucks to me about not being able to do it is like it's really to celebrate this like the guys that helped you write the song you know it's not as much about myself as it is about celebrating those but guys.
2: it's your number one party though
1: well i guess technically did I you
2: like so. go up to the guys and were like hey we got to have a number one party
1: like, no that no that wasn't how it the writers were
0: probably pushing you like yo when's the number one <laughs> they're <party>? like hey <laughs> man listen i need to celebrate here
2: yeah you
1: know. <laughs> right. no no it's, it was actually got presented cappy presented it to me actually so it's through bmi
2: um, well congratulations thank you That's thank fucking you yeah awesome. it should be
0: fun man well, be what's fun. that like like what's your process like like working with writers like does the song come to you do you is it more of a collaborative
1: thing in the studio or i think um a lot of the times man it's it, it can be it can be one of many things it can be an idea that i had an idea somebody else had it can be something that somebody already started that they send to me and they're like do you like this thing or do you not like this thing um I know, I got to give those guys a lot, a lot of the credit, man. I mean, some of those guys write, you know, five, six, seven songs a week.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's, crazy.
1: It's insane. Yeah. Are you at the peak of your career right now? You think? Are you like at the top? This is this is where this is the best it's been so far. I mean, I would. I mean, I would say so in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we're playing stadiums right now, so it's there's really nowhere to go. You just played Seattle. Yeah, I just played Lumen
3: Field. How long ago was that? Uh, a couple days ago, like three days ago. You went Denver ago? to Seattle.
1: Yeah, we went Denver to Seattle. It hey, was at uh, Mile High, the Broncos. Yeah, it was at Broncos Stadium. Hell yeah! And then we did uh, Bottle Rock and Napa in between there. Fuck, uh, Stagecoach Tortuga, oh, sure. which you guys were. Yeah. At. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's been crazy, man. It's been been, a, but it's been a light year, honestly, for us. I mean, I'm about to. Have, what, I could have mean? a baby like in the middle. That's what of I was gonna say. Are you, you serious? That, yeah. yeah.
0: When, when is it? Like when? Do like it? it's due like next week. Wow.
1: So it could literally like we we literally went to the doctor yesterday. And it was like, oh, it could, nothing yet, but it could be tonight. Are you ready this for that? The
2: first, this is your first, yeah. first kid? First.
1: Holy shit. Oh, man. I got the car seat in the truck, dude. So like you're I'm, preparing? Wow. I'm ready to roll, dude. I got the little mirror in the truck. Do you truck, know if it's dude? a boy or a girl? Can you it's say It's a boy. It's a boy. boy. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so did you I'm do stoked. a gender
0: reveal party or anything?
1: We. It was super small, dude. We did one in our house. We have a house uh, in Florida, and we did it there with just like my parents, her parents, my wife's sister, and then their grandmother.
0: What's that feeling like, like about to have a kid in a week? Oh,
1: man. Boy, I don't boy. know. I how just, do you feel? I just think you're kind of like, you just don't really know yeah. what to expect. Well, I'm you, ready for sure. Yeah. But I don't know how ready you can be. Like, how ready can you actually be? How, how big
3: How big of a lifestyle change is that, doing what you do?
1: Honestly, man, like I, I kick it at the house a lot. So I don't think it's going to be, you know, I mean, it's going to be super different. No doubt. I, yeah. mean, I can't just go do whatever I want whenever I want to
2: which is kind of you can't go out and get fucked up and go wild and party.
1: No. I mean, I guess you could.
2: Do you do that? You're not a big, you're not. That's why big.
1: they got babysitters. <laughs> that's that's true, true, man. That's true. That's a that's a, jo- that is a job that 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 exists out there, man. I don't know. I don't know how I would feel about though like somebody I'll probably right. say this and then end up having somebody to help, but mm-hmm. I don't know like we're we're giving it a stab like like after this week I'm shut down for couple weeks, I have a few shows, like, four or five shows next month. As you should be. And then it's, like, August, nothing, like, mm-hmm. most of September, nothing.
2: And that, that that time will be just, let's focus on family, yeah. and that's it.
1: Yeah, like, just stay home with the wife and the kid and, mm-hmm. like, have the parents in and out. And yeah, that's crazy. I man, I just feel like you have to do that, you know what I mean? That's like super it. important, at least, for, especially for my wife, man. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, the way the boy, baby can't be screaming like up nine times a day while you're playing the fucking guitar on stage. Right,
1: and you're just gone, or you're just gone, or so, you know what I mean. It'd right. be tough to. I don't know. I would fit. Like if I was in her shoes, I'd be. That would suck, dude. Did you, oh, did, yeah. you get, did you get did you get your start when you first when you first started <laughs> playing? Because I read that you came in Na- Nashville was your first place that you came to. Well, I came here in 2014. I had been playing in North Carolina for about three years at that point. I mean, I couldn't play guitar 11 years ago. I taught myself how to play guitar 11 years ago. Self-taught? Self-taught. Not very good, though. I'm not trying to off say. Off what? Anything. Like off YouTube or anything? Or just? <laughs> just, I mean, kind of. Like, you just, I just, anywhere that I could pick anything up was really how it worked. You just randomly were like, yo, I want to learn guitar? Well, I mean, I've been singing forever. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like being tall or something. Like, I went As soon as I could talk, I was singing. Mm-hmm. Like, anything I would hear, I would sing it. I had no idea I was any good at, any, at it at all until, like, high school, maybe. You know, and then I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then it's like, I'm in college, and I'm like, you know, I'm, at first I'm like a business major, and I'm like, okay, well, I hate math, so I don't know why I decided that this would be a good idea to do. And then it was I switched majors to criminal justice. I really wanted to be a homicide detective, is what I wanted. Really? To do. Wow. Oh, shit! How them. many years did you make it in college? Well, made it five, but didn't didn't nothing. Nothing to show for it. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I don't think that really matters. To, yeah. I you know, think it you're did. good. Now,
1: now it's cool. Yeah. It wasn't cool. At the did time, you graduate? It wasn't cool. I didn't. No. It's
3: a huge career change. Yeah. Weren't you a bouncer sure. at a bar?
1: I was a bouncer at a bar for a while and worked at an iZod store for a while for like a over a year, like folding shirts and like asking people if they How was socks. being
0: a bouncer? Like, did you ever have to put anyone in their yeah, place or like, anything a, like
1: that
3: were you a douchey doorman or were you cool
1: <laughs> no i was cool man i said like that we it was like a tandem deal i had this guy real name buddy love was my boss
2: buddy love buddy Damn. love
1: he's about six five four
2: fifty you don't want to fuck with buddy love no
1: dude buddy love rolled some heads i saw it happen <laughs> many times but it was like i worked at a new bar i lived above the bar like, I literally, there was seven apartments above this bar, like, on top of it. And I lived up there, so I would come down. My first night of work was Halloween. Oh, fuck. Which was like, and this bar was not, we're talking. Wait, what city is this? This is in Boone, North Carolina. Okay. A small town. Okay. But this bar is probably twice as big as the room we're in right now. you are talking 250 folks in a room that's twice as big as this. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, chaos. And it was the new, it was, like, the new bar in our college town. So right when I got the job, so it was like everybody wanted to go there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to Boone. There's not a ton of bars to go to anyways. There's like eight bars in the whole town. So it was like when a new one opens, it's like every student in the whole college was like, I want to go to that bar. You know, it's 200.
3: Well, that's a lot of power being the the doorman. The For bouncer. sure, man. You gotta turn kind people down. No kingdom, beef, though. Dude, you know what I mean. No beef, like a dude. non-confrontational guy.
1: No, man. It was like my thing's like, why am I gonna get? I don't get paid enough to get in a fight with somebody at a at a bar. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like making what separate, at that time probably seven dollars an hour,
2: like,
1: mm-hmm. the least amount of what money. Was that
2: money the nineties? Nineteen ninety? When? Two
1: two thousand, t- probably two thousand ten. How
2: old are you? You're thirty two. Thirty two. Okay, yeah, cool. Two
1: thousand ten, probably.
2: And so, when was your what age was your big break? That you would feel, and when, what, what was your um, big break?
1: I mean, my big break was probably, I mean, if there is a moment, it was probably when I put Hurricane out, which was my first number one. But when I put it out, from when I put it out to when it went number one was like two years. So when I put that song out, it was like, I didn't have any like anything going on at all, like nothing. But the,
2: but, the, but the process before, so you put out Hurricane and Hurricane was like, it went wild, right? Mm-hmm. But the before stuff, like were you doing open mics and that? Because you come down to this, yeah. the, this yep. fucking city, right?
1: I, yep.
3: I thought you were a bouncer and then you started Aaron, performing at the bar. Second.
1: Hold on. I did. Yeah, I was in college though. And then I moved here. Oh, okay. When you, when you, uh, excuse him, sorry. Sorry, excuse this guy. He doesn't,
2: uh,
0: nobody's talking (laughs) about I'm saying when you
2: go to, when you go to Nashville, right, you see all these like cover bands and all that. Was that what you were doing? Were you doing cover every night singing?
1: I didn't do any cover stuff here in town. So the way it worked for me was I picked the guitar up 21. I'm bouncing at the bar. I asked the guy that I worked for at the bar. I was like, Hey man, can I play a show here? I've been teaching myself to play guitar. And he was like, no, we don't do shows here because there's apartments upstairs. I'm like, well, I live in the apartment upstairs, and I guarantee you that everyone in the apartments would be down here if I did the show. So he still said no. So I went across the street. I played, I played rugby in college, and so we drank at another bar frequently. I asked that owner of that bar, who was a little bit more of a loose cannon. I was like, hey, man, can I do a show here? And he's like, just write it on the calendar. He had a calendar hanging on the wall. And I just wrote it on. There's like a Saturday or something. Charged a dollar a ticket. Made 200 bucks. That was more than I made at both of my jobs that week. I went back to the bar I worked at, told my boss. I said, hey, man, I just went over across the street and sold 200 tickets over here. So I can do that over there or I can do it over here. And then I played at the bar I worked at every week after that for two two years. Probably two, three shows a week. And, and it kept building, it, kept people being like, this yeah. guy, Luke
2: Combs, Bra- Luke yeah. sorry, excuse yeah. me. Luke Combs is...
1: It just kept going in my little college town. Yeah. And then it was like, then we started playing in other college towns in North Carolina. Right. And then we got, you know, at the, I was on Vine. Do you guys remember Vine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was, that, that was like the beginning. It was like OG TikTok, dude. Right. Is yeah. This is like a hustle yeah. story. Vine yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So wait. Exactly. Is that, so how, this you is, blew up on Vine? I bit? mean, blew <laughs> up. I'd like, like s- you were 75,000 followers, probably, which was a lot dude for a kid in college you know what i mean what would you do just a
3: cover
2: or
1: yeah because i mean vines were what six seconds long yeah it's like the limit bro vine was so big back in vine the day. it, it was, just man. fucking died out though what vine happened i bought i think like i think i did think it? instagram uh. bought it and like shut it down
2: okay that's probably what did happened. you get i believe what happened did you twitter, get bought twitter, it? twitter bought it twitter bought it sammy jihidi coming in and clutch there
1: it got shut down though
3: did like, you get any like gigs or anything from vine directly from there
1: Oh, definitely, man. I got, I got booked for, like, I played fraternity parties in Auburn, Alabama, and that was all from kids that had seen me on Vine. Damn, that's wild. Which <laughs> was awesome, you know, because <laughs> yeah. then I moved to Nashville, and from having the Vine, thing, the Vine thing, like, when I had released some music in college on my own, enough people were buying it to where I didn't have to work. That's like, sick. enough people were listening and buying to it and buying that music that I could, like, just come here and write songs for when I moved here in 2014, I wrote songs for eight months, never played a show, Mm
4: -hmm. didn't
1: have a job. I just wrote songs every day for eight months. And then I put hurricane out essentially because I needed, like I was essentially running out of like, okay, well my songs are, you know, two years old now or whatever. So I got to get something out Mm -hmm. so I can continue to like, try to get my career going. And I put hurricane out, sold 15,000 copies first week, like living, like living in a, by myself
2: was right? that was that when that first like what was the first big check that we were like whoa
1: the first time I didn't even realize what was going on man because it was like I so there was a service called because um,
2: there's been many checks I've yeah, heard there's
1: been there's, many after
2: there's yeah. many checks
1: there's been there was a service called TuneCore where if you had music like you could pay them it was like ten bucks. And they would put it on iTunes for you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it still exists, it probably does, but for an end, of, like that was a huge game changer in the music business because it was like before there was this this glass ceiling of like, oh, well, if you don't have a record deal, good luck getting your music out. If you don't have this, good luck, anybody ever hearing you. And now, with the power of the internet, you can do whatever you want to. So I take these songs, put them on there, pay ten dollars to get them on there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and then it's like. They're like, okay, so we pay every month, but the, you know how it works. Like you get, you don't get your first paycheck until the next kind of 60
2: day. thing. So it's like
1: two months. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting there and I have like no idea how it's going. Like there's no statistics. I'm making $150 a week working, (laughs) playing three, four shows a week, making 20 bucks here and there kind of deal if I'm doing good. And then I I remember it was like to the day I'm like, man, I'm getting on here. Like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? And I'm sitting in my apartment i finally log in to get my laptop and there was like 10 grand in there and i was like damn dude i am wealthy (laughs) i'm absolutely the bill gates of (laughs) my college (laughs) town right now right but i was like holy cow dude this is from a month of selling music which is like i i already love to do it like it's i don't even have to like you wouldn't even have to pay me was there like a was there like a splurge The splurge was, I think, at that time, Xbox 360, dude. Was the splurge at that time? Just cop an Xbox. Yeah. What game? What game? Oh man. Well, this is like when it was uh, no Xbox One. Excuse me. 360 had been. Okay, yeah. So Xbox One had just come out. That was like a Sega Dreamcast, right? Keep going, yeah. Am I wrong, dude? Am I wrong? No. 360 and then one. No, you're right. Xbox, Xbox. But that does that time line up though? Yeah. It's like Xbox One had just came out, and it was like this big. You know, Whoa. it was like a television set, and now okay, they're like this. The ones pretty small. That. I don't know about that. The ones pretty small. <laughs> the, ori- the OG one though, if you the watch. The OG Xbox it, is big. The OG Xbox, and we're not talking Xbox. Okay, you're talking, we're the talking one. three. I had a three sixty. Everybody had three sixty, and then one came out. Yeah. And that was like right when that check. Aaron thinks he's good at fucking I mean, video games. He thinks he knows. No, I am about video games. Why? What are you? What are you gaming? Luke will
2: light you up fucking it, in fucking two K two Warzone.
1: Well. War- well, I haven't played. Warzone. Why you're playing Duty Four? No, I haven't played Warzone Hot Minute, dude. So you're you playing play Call of a lot Duty. of Call of Duty? I did. Pandemic. Pandemic for sure. I so used it's to like Now com. that when like now that like King Kong, Godzilla isn't like I'm out, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like are, No, I don't. You dude, come on.
3: I'm dude. not playing Godzilla. I didn't even know it was a game.
1: It's in Warzone, dude.
3: Oh, I don't play Warzone. I play Fortnite. I know I don't mean to be that guy.
2: He's like a builder. He's like one of those weird guys <laughs> who builds and does all you that dude, shit. Like Minecraft. No judgment. Guy.
1: Minecraft guy?
3: No. That's shit's too boring. <laughs> You you gotta be with me on that. If he
2: makes, oh yeah, this for is,
0: sure. If you make like at any I'm not time. trying to hate, no. but people still play Fortnite. I know no, they a lot don't. So I don't like feel fuck, comfortable admitting that right now. But yeah. I
3: play I've Fortnite. have never played Probably Fortnite. time to move on and grow. Yeah, up, I, I know. I get a it. lot of shit for that. But never so. played
1: it. You play 2K?
2: I do. Yeah. How's your game there? Not very good. Really? Yeah. No. Uh, I I read that it was different. I read you were good. At 2K? I read on the it was the lie. Then they said that you
1: were good at 2K. I mean, I would say I get like decent. Like I'm not gonna go online and beat someone that plays all the time. I was ranked thirty second in the world. This is Cap. No,
2: it's Go not. Ahead. I swear. I was ranked thirty. <laughs> bullshit. Actually, fifteenth. No, Go ahead. Fifteenth in the world on college basketball. NCAA, I think it was like 1998 or something a video game back in the day i just want to throw that out there.
3: in 1998
2: there was no rankings back then.
0: <laughs> yeah What on what site <laughs> that's like, i dude, forget what system is <laughs> what? that uh, this, video this game is game the most rankings. bullshit <laughs> story know it's time. not no it's no, not I 15th hear you in the world it. in no.
2: 1998
0: there's no ranking double no. <laughs> a yeah
2: maybe I've, i told the story wrong but i swear my the your high school family's <laughs> fucking life <laughs> That was the I worst in the top i know it was 40 at one point in what now system? I have an online first <laughs> fucking. No, but started? where's the ranking, bro? At your school or what? <laughs> no, it was in the fucking world. I swear to God. I'm On what? Sure. Like where? On some fucking thing. I need to remember about. I need to remember it. But I remember being
0: like eighteen. Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. So, boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to Shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So, all lowercase, go to Shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. And I was, you, I was top fucking
4: magazine.
3: How does this guy pull this out of his ass, huh? No, I think the
1: magazine. Out of I'll show you. will find it there.
3: Yeah, but those used to be super popular. <laughs>
1: you think it was in that?
2: fuck
3: no
1: think it was in print
2: dude no way what the ranking your ranking system. system no it wasn't in fucking print can, we, can we try and find this guy drops 1998 19- five- <laughs> yeah no it was right around when uh, I'm gonna think about this but I'll get this back to you next episode or whatever I think do about it. how to continue to bullshit uh, okay back to you <laughs> back to you
3: so didn't you do the uh, did, did you audition for the voice I know it's kind of I did transitioning but I
2: did
1: Yeah. where did. was that that was in Atlanta, actually. Is where I auditioned. I remember. I find this right now. It was like spring. It was so it was spring break in college. Yeah. Right? Oh, shit. And I'm going. Okay, you know, I just really started learning how to play guitar, doing. I don't think I had played a show yet. Yeah. As far as the my career thing goes, I had sang a bunch, but so it was spring break. I got nothing going on. I got like no money at all, and it was like someone hit me up. I was like, you should go do this thing. And go audition for The Voice. And I was like, all right, man, I got nothing else going on. I can drive to Atlanta. I got a friend I can sleep on his couch kind of deal. And I remember getting there, Mm -hmm. and, like, I didn't understand, like, how much of a whole thing it was going to be. What do you mean? Like, there was thousands of people at this
3: Like, auditioning. Yeah, dude.
1: I thought it would be like, you go in, there's, like, a hundred people there, dude, that kind of are serious about what's going on. It was a clown show, dude. There was like thousands of people in here. Who was like the host of the show? Well, at that time, it was not. This is like just a big cattle call. Like you're before you even the TV thing. Right. And so it's like I'm getting, I get there. I'm like, I'm by myself at this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing at this thing, man? Like, this is just outrageous, man. Like, I am totally. Wow, is this just such a
3: shit show or? It
1: was so big. I'm like, what are the odds of like, of like any, like me even making it to the to the table at this yeah. deal so I wait in line hours and hours and hours and hours it's like a convention center dude and there's there's like people singing dude and they're singing Lion King and the <laughs> everybody's singing together dude and I'm sitting there like oh dude this is like this is like a nightmare
0: are you me. like you not like the Lion King soundtrack because I think I there's do, like I do appreciate it, it.
1: <laughs> but like in a group setting where there's strangers <laughs> yeah. like forcibly singing the Lion King soundtrack Lion King has some like, fire songs. well it sounds
3: like you were intimidated
1: it does. No chance, dude. Yeah, I remember really this is. girl sitting beside me, and she was like, "Do you think you're gonna make it?" And I was <laughs> like, "If you even have to ask yourself if you're gonna make it, then you've like just leave." Already. Boy, does she feel stupid now? No, yeah. it's like I I get it, but like I had so much confidence going in, and it, but it was also like, this is ridiculous. So we wait for hours, 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 and it's like we finally they call my row. It's like ten people at a time go. We go up the escalator, and it's a and it's just another waiting room of like. And I'm like, oh my God, this never ends, dude. And we go in front of this guy. Finally, there's 10 of us. They take people 10 at a time. There's like 10 rooms with producers in each one for the show. And essentially, you go in and stand in like a lot, like a photo lineup almost. And you just, they go, okay, sing, 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 like sing. Like dance, okay. muggy dance. Kind of. Right. right. And so it's like, like one at a time or all one just at in time. a r- Okay. One at a time. And then like I sing. It's like, uh, i was the only guy the movie, in there yeah. so it was me and like nine chicks in there singing there was older like because the voice american idol had like limits like on age limits and stuff but the voice was like anybody could go in there so everyone sings and this guy's like all right everybody thanks for coming and i'm like dude i totally wasted my whole day being at this thing and then right when we're about to leave he's like oh you can stay what did you sing i sang um I think I sang Save Room for My Love by John Legend. Can you give us a little preview right now? I'm just kidding.
3: I could. I mean, John Legend. I mean, John Legend. Now, that's, John why'd Legend. you pick that?
1: Because I was good at it. So that was you know? a practice one? Yeah, it was just. And then I get up and it's like I finished the deal. And then I go in. So they made me stay. I am had to stay in Atlanta at this time. So I'm missing a day of class now because I'm like, oh, this will be a one-day deal. Go into the next. There's another audition now. And then I sing, I'm, I tell them I want to do, like, a country song. And they're like, oh, well, you didn't sing country before. And I'm like, well, so I have to sing, like, one kind of – That's kind the of The show bullshit. was just about being a singer, like, the whole thing. That's so, like, wait, wait, wait. Well, That's showing
3: you're versatile. You could do multiple genres.
1: Right. But it's like there's always – there's got to be some sort of angle. Sure. So, essentially, I got a letter back after the next audition. Yeah. Which I made it through. And then they told me essentially like I was too boring to like be on television. That's so you didn't I'm win right. this thing? Did I didn't even no. make it on the auditions. Did I didn't make it to the show. Wait, that's, that's crazy. So I still have the letter in storage that's like, you're a great singer, but like, so essentially it becomes about ratings, right? They fucked you though. The, the voice kind of sucks. Network, the voice oh,
2: sucks. Fuck
0: but it's, it. But it's
2: not. American like, Idol's
0: better, I
1: think. I can't blame
2: I know, them. Actually, which one's Howie Mandel on? I like Howie. Howie's that's good. America's. That's got
3: deal TV. or no deal, Bob.
2: American Idol yeah, back in the DLT. day. No, he's on another with one. With Simon that. Cowell
0: OG American Idol. was With Simon was and... Yeah. yeah. It
2: was new. It was, yeah. like, it, it was like... And then, no. then the world got soft. There were being pussies on people. Has, has like, some, like, Simon used to be like, Simon you had to shred blow. People and be like, you suck. yeah oh, he
1: shredded yeah. people on that's, Which that's, is fine. I feel like that's why a lot of people watched that. In
2: the 100%. Did, Did you agree with his, his style, right? Like, don't you think it should be... I,
1: I think honesty, The world's man, becoming pussies. I, dude, I think honesty goes a long way, man. And I think it's like, everyone's afraid to say this dude you're not great like you're not gonna be great dude if i asked you that if i was gonna be a good sprinter yeah mm-hmm. like a track sprinter dude and i walked in the room and you were like dude you man yeah dude yeah i'd be like you're lying to me dude yeah i'm 300 pounds dude i'm not gonna be a good track sprinter
2: yeah i don't see you as a track and sprinter people
1: that come into these shows it's like and it's like you gotta just be like listen dude <laughs> it's just not
2: is that how you're gonna discipline your kid are you gonna be like
1: firm deal. yeah dude for sure right
3: So, did that kill your motivation at all?
1: No, dude. It actually, here's the thing that I loved about it was that it was like essentially that the letter they sent me was like, you are a great singer, Mm -hmm. but you're just not made for TV. Which I was like, what do they mean by that? Like, you want to essentially, like, okay, so if you watch the show, Uh it's like, oh, well, here's John and he lives in his car. And it's like, I didn't have a, there's no story. There's no, Here's Luke. He's in college and he's really good <laughs> singer and he's doing really good. Uh, I get for it. Himself. I get it. I get it. Right. There's, there's nothing, no like, there's no mojo. That's there. kind of crazy though. There's no, can, and I, I can't blame him because the job is essentially to get ratings, dude. You yeah. have to have ratings. To f- continue you feel, to feel to like delegate. you've gotten better though since then. Well, you probably
2: weren't as great as good as no, you were. I don't
1: yeah. know, man. I was pretty good back then too, honestly. I mean, as a uh, singing wise. Right.
2: For sure. I mean, but you're better now because I'm guessing with more money. Because, like, you, you look at the people that come to Nashville, that fly to Nashville, that are trying to have the same success right. that you are, right? They bring their fucking guitar in the airplane mm-hmm. and want to play on Broadway. Yep. Um, has your voice, you think, improved with the money and the means you have behind it to put, like, vocal support?
1: And- I don't think so. I think it's like being tall, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much money you got. You can't get any taller. You know what I mean? It's just, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I truly believe that you can get better. Without a doubt, you can get better at anything, but your limits are based on kind of like what you got to work with, man. Mm -hmm. Like I'm never going to be a bodybuilder, no matter how hard I tried at it. I would get a lot more muscle than I have now, but I'm not going to be an Adonis dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to be like an NFL player, no matter how hard I work at that particular thing. I do believe that hard work helps you tremendously, Mm -hmm. but there are certain things that you're, you know, you're predetermined, like, okay, I'm a great singer. I didn't, I did, but I've put my, I've put my 10,000 hours in 10,000 times at singing, but I would still be pretty decent if I had never, but I may never know that. There's some people that are probably great singers that don't even realize they're great singers because they're yeah. afraid to like sing or they're afraid to fear
2: is fear. Definitely has a way of interfering with no doubt. Did you ever have any uh, fear in the, in the way up?
1: I didn't, man. It's kind of like my only gig, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, like, when you're the big guy, dude, there's not a lot of, like, high school is brutal, dude. You're not meeting your girlfriend in high school being the, the funny fat guy. It's not, it's not yeah, going to happen. Facts. Because at that time of life, it's like, nobody's like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a personality girl. You know what I mean? Like, dude, have just you ever, doesn't... like,
3: been at like, a party and busted out the guitar to try and, like,
1: oh, be in that college, guy? Oh, college, dude, for sure, man. Did it work? Like you, it's, you, like, Because you, anybody (laughs) that that tells you they learned it's like everybody learns to play guitar so that they can sing acceptably in social situations. If you're at a party and you just bust out singing, everyone's like, This guy's a total weirdo. Yeah. You break the guitar out. You're okay. This guy's cool. This guy's.
2: You see so many people. The thing about coming to Nashville is like, you know, you've been down to Broadway, right? Yeah. It's just every fucking Mm -hmm. place that you go is live music, and Mm -hmm. it's somebody who's. Covering your songs. Yep. It's a covering, lot of
0: talent, too. Last time I came to Broadway, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, but
2: there's also a lot of fucking misses. Oh, yeah.
0: I haven't seen any. I mean, I went out twice, and I, people were good.
2: You go out around, like, 3 in the afternoon oh, on a fucking Monday. It's, but you got to love the hustle.
1: For sure, man. I mean, and, it, like, those gigs, dude, those gigs don't pay unless, except for tips, dude. Like, you're talking, like, these people might be paying $50 to park. Mm-hmm. And if they don't make $50 in tips, like, they're losing money to go sing for four hours, sing other people's songs. And and their goal is to be you. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, but I mean, some people probably are like cool with that too. Mm -hmm. Like some people just love, especially some of them use, I mean, I think everyone has an ultimate goal to like advance, but my, my goal with music was always just to not have to like work a real job. That was always like my bar of like full success was like, I don't have to work, and I don't like have a boss. 100%. I could kind of see
2: you arriving on like the crime scene, for and sure. just Kind of be like, you know, got
1: the, yeah, I got the really like, <laughs> yeah, Luke beard
2: Combs, going. Detective Combs is here.
1: I'm here, man. Everything's fine. The murder at 1600. Everything's fine. It was Uncle John in the study with a right. pipe. Right.
2: right. Do you think a,
3: think a lot of like the country artists have that kind of similar come up by starting at like live shows and it transitions like that?
1: Um, I don't think enough of them do for sure. Yeah. Especially now. Right. In the social media age. And I was a social media guy myself. I'm not hating, dude. It's, I wouldn't be here without it. Right. You know? But well, your
0: Instagram is pretty, pretty popping, right? It's good.
1: Let's look at it right now. Four, do you ever post clips two. anymore
0: of like. But it's s- active. I have. Shit? Yeah,
1: I do every now and again. I mean, obviously not as much as I used to. Yeah. I should though. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that would People be People love the that. Content, content, content. Do you ever do
3: covers anymore?
1: Yeah, I just did a. Jordan Davis covered the other day. I believe, oh, nice. A couple weeks ago.
0: Nice. I
3: you know, like <laughs> a competition in country music to be like more country.
1: Yeah.
0: What's the politics like? Yeah, in, I feel in like the country, country music
1: scene. I think there's a lot of uh, hyperbole of like how country I am. How country are thing? you? I don't know. I mean. Country as I want to be, I guess. You know?
3: Didn't you catch, like, a fish the other day? Like a trout? Yeah, but that's... Dude, I feel that's, like, is that true, like, elementary
1: level, dude. In know? what
3: way, though? I
2: feel like catfish
3: for some of this country... Fishing is
2: fucking tough, sorry. Large mouth. Impossible.
3: Large mouth? Yeah. But where, where do you catch country, those? Too. Anywhere. You just go back in the river and you can catch them?
2: Yeah, pretty
1: much. Right, if you so have that. Well, I would never Google. do that. Would, yeah. Have
2: you done that? Go to fucking Google and look it up.
3: I'm asking him because I want to find out from him. Why are you even fucking offensive? Professional fishermen? Bob was the catfish fishing
2: champ 40th champion, in the world in 1988 If you want to catch a fucking catfish You come over here I'll Fucking guy was 6 years
3: old in 1988 40th in the, boat in the world He's <laughs> <laughs> like That's an idiot
1: National catfish rankings yeah.
0: yeah Is that like a thing though People question like how country you are Like rappers It's like yo, like it's yo you're not good anymore Like these people are like Yo you don't really hunt and shit Like,
1: <laughs> I mean I think that probably does happen I mean I think it probably happens a lot honestly But I mean I'm not exactly dressed up in here I would say You know you're in, a, you're in a
3: camo shirt and like fishing boots.
1: Like mudded right? out. Yeah. <laughs> Extra toughs right now. You're huh? a hunter? Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's
2: I don't dope. know. I get I've i s- never been hunting. I would just, my biggest thing about hunting is I think that I'd like, I want to do it, but then I think I'd line up and I'd fucking hit the deer in the head and I'd just be like,
1: fuck. Head would be horrible. Shot. It's not a good deer. shot. I don't, I don't think
2: know. you're supposed to do that, right? What,
1: what do you yo, hunt? idols, bro. Yeah. What do but you hunt? Lungs, heart what are you are you like big game or deer i mean deer deer and turkey mostly but that's just what's prevalent here yeah i don't have to leave i don't have to leave my house to do that you know what i mean i mean i would love to go you know do an elk hunt i've never done that there's a lot of stuff i would love to hunt i don't i would never do like the africa thing it's not my scene like yeah big game like none of that stuff would be just like north american stuff really
3: one thing about the country music scene that i think is different that i was thinking about just now is like you never there's no features really right
1: no there is there's a bunch but do country especially now. do country
3: singers collab with each other
1: yeah yeah i've got i mean i got a collab on my new album with Miranda Lambert i mean people dude people do it all the time so, so pe- i think people do it as much in country almost as they do in hip hop you think so i think so whether it's writing together or doing a song on I've had a collab. I mean, I had I've done, you know, Brooks and Dunn, which was great. Eric Church, I got Miranda on this album. I love doing features, dude. It's just it keeps it interesting to me. And you did something
3: with Ed Sheeran, right?
1: I did. I sang with him in uh in London. We played in London like in March. Is that right? March? Uh that was awesome, dude. That show was a complete it's just a complete shit show in a lot of ways. So, like, we get on the plane, Cap, remind me if I'm saying this right. So, we're leaving Dublin. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Get on the plane to go to London. We have the show that night. This is at, like, 10 in the morning. So, as we're taking off, it's like, hey, so all of our gear, all of it, guitars, everything that we have here is, like, stuck in Ireland. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well... We showed up at Customs and they were like, oh, well, it's it's Sunday, so customs is like closed in the morning or something. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> How can customs be closed? Is that a thing that has hours? And so I, I essentially we called and were like, hey, we will come and load the stuff on whatever ship or whatever it needs to go to ourselves. And they were like, You can't do it if nobody's there. So we had to find and rent. All of the gear that we used for that show, we didn't have a guitar in the, in the arena until 5 p.m. And the show was at
2: 6. Oh, my God. You should have just utilize social media. Did you ever do that? Just like a quick Well, like we did. I
1: think, I think my steel guitar player, he found like the only steel guitar in England was like through Miranda Lambert's steel player's friend,
2: cousins uncles that like fucking, knew yeah. and he's
1: like this is the only guy in england that owned even owns a steel guitar and wow. so that and it's completely different than mike's steel guitar players so he sat in there for like three hours like learning how to play this thing wow and i'm knowing well sheeran's gonna come out i'm like of course this would happen on like the one day but my team crushed it. how dude. did you guys link you and ed we link so it was years ago so it was like my wife had told me years ago like Hey, my friend from like high school, or so it was something like that. Mm -hmm. She does like, she's like Ed Sheeran's, like, does cuts his hair (laughs) or something like it was something that outrageous. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's you know, whatever, cool, sure. And then I remember coming off stage, I believe San Jose, Cap. And so Cap's like, dude, you gotta look at this video, and it's, Ed Sheeran on his Instagram story singing When It Rains It Pours. And I was like, huh. Well, maybe, like, maybe my wife's friend wasn't, like, BSing, dude. You know what I mean? So then I hear, like, through the grapevine, it's like, we're going to try to link you guys up, you know, because he's a fan or whatever. And I'm like, okay, no, no chance, right? Like, Ed Sheeran's, like, the guy, dude. So anyways, dude, I get all this. One day I just get an email, and it's just from Ed Sheeran, dude and he's like hey man an email an email doesn't wow.
2: text he's old school
1: doesn't text doesn't call and
2: doesn't. it was the ed sheeran it wasn't like any management team it was like, no
1: it was him yeah it was him and he was like hey man i'm gonna be in nashville these dates email I'll me back email
2: me back if you'd like to meet up with me
1: essentially yeah it okay. was like it was like hit me up if you want to hang out just emailing the whole thing. yeah just Damn, that's no a long his, computer process, in his fucking That adds like four or five hours to the whole yeah, texting It was just thing. email. It was literally just email.
2: Were stuff. you ever like at a point like, hey, Ed, maybe should we take this to text?
1: <laughs> he doesn't have text. Really? He doesn't text. Really? No. No cell phone? No cell phone.
2: Or maybe have you no not made phone. it to the level of getting
1: a no cell, phone, cell, phone, cell phone, phone. phone yet? Guy rocks no cell phone. I don't the believe fuck? that. I think that's, you
2: just, have you made the cut yet? Maybe he has a strict cut.
1: I've been to his house, dude.
2: Yeah, but does that mean you made the cut?
1: I would think so. All right.
2: I just, I just, I, <laughs> I find it very hard to believe that the guy doesn't have a cell phone. That's not a kind of cool way to live, I'm, though. He has
1: a tablet, bro, but okay. he doesn't. Like he literally. So doesn't Ed
2: Sheeran is a fucking strictly email. He rocks guy. a tablet, bro.
1: Strictly email guy. Wow, which I respect, by the way. Can I get his tough. email? For sure, <laughs> <and> <laughs> blast <laughs> him away. Yeah, just blast him away. Dude.
2: I'm just gonna be like, hey Ed, you don't know me. <laughs> this is Bob Menery. I host the Full Send podcast. <laughs> Please come on.
1: Yeah, he's like emails. what 70 date stadium tour right now. What's that? He's on, like, a 70-date stadium tour right now or something in Jesus, Europe. That's like crazy. Just in Europe. There, there's got to be people. That guy's a beast. Yeah, sure You like touring? The biggest of the big. I do. Yeah. I like it a lot, man.
3: Tiring, but, though, but are you, like, drinking and partying on tour? Or?
1: Mm, I mean, it. I, like, so if we're doing the way, historically, the way tours have been, it's, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's <laughs> nighty. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's, like, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, it's, like, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Because, like, physically speaking, like... I am the, like, everyone else can party, dude, and whoop it up as much as they want to. Yeah. But, like, I physically have to sing on Friday and on Saturday. Yeah. So, like, if I'm whooping it up Thursday and Friday night, come Saturday, dude, it's like, you might not, you might not be able to sing, dude. Right. Which is, like, not an option. For sure. Like, I'm too professional to, like, not.
3: That's good.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, like, I just have too much respect for, like, my fans and and all that stuff, man. That's good. You know? That's Too great. much respect.
2: So you have a uh, who's who's somebody that's because you got a, that's like a big fan of your music that you met that like you've been starstruck this be like I'm a huge fan can I meet up with you come here come to your show besides the Full Sin podcast and and Ed,
1: <laughs> um I mean Ed would definitely be up there, but there's just I don't know it's like I mean Peyton Manning for sure oh that's a good one really. love Peyton while he's like he's a nice guy in the world he's a he, went nice world. Yeah, he went to Tennessee yeah I went to Tennessee. Yeah, he's great, man. And he's an awesome guy. And just so, like, kind and, like, humble, dude. dude. I
3: fucking love Peyton Manning. I'm yeah. from Denver, so.
1: He's he's the nicest guy in the world, man. Nobody gives a fuck, Aaron. Glad, Luke Combs. Combs. Wait, well, for the Broncos for a little bit. My you bad. probably don't know that, but... <laughs> this,
3: this is the Aaron
2: Steinberg show. Mr. Combs. Peyton's
1: great, you know. Um, God, man, I'm trying to think who else. Cat, You got any ideas over there, crew?
2: A lot, right? The answer is a lot of people. For what? I just asked him who's somebody that, like, was a massive fan of his music that he might
1: have admired growing up. Justin Thomas. For sure. Let's go. JT. Love Mike Trout. JT. Mike Trout. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Trouty. DK. DK Metcalf. Yeah. Okay. A lot of folks, man. I mean, it's cool. And that's, that's neat, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like neat. It's just neat to, like, meet people who are super good at something. You
2: what made what I mean? you
1: want to come on this show, by the way? I mean, I figured it's like, you know, you guys are kind of at the top of your game and I feel like kind of i am too in a mm-hmm. lot of ways you know humble brag there mm-hmm. so i figured it makes sense man but it's also something different you know what i mean it's like i like to be out of my comfort zone whether it's writing or you know having to talk with you guys it's like it's not always the same thing like i don't want to add like answer the same questions all the time and i feel like this was not going to be yeah that. this is not weird you gonna, know what i mean you're
2: not gonna this is not good morning america you're good yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's just a different thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I like to do different things. Man. Do you do a lot of these? Do you do a lot of these podcasts? I haven't really done a ton, man. Well, I was going to say, haven't, yeah, you've have. done a ton, man. I, honestly, I haven't. But I enjoy it, man. It's more like you're just kind of talking. You know? Yeah,
2: it's yeah. So conversation. Like, you just, you never you're know really. what could happen. That's a cool thing. Like we did last week, we did uh, Post Malone. Post Malone. So, how was that? It was,
0: uh, it was, it's really cool. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. What ended up happening? Uh, we did a 50k. If I lost, me and Post lost, we did 50k to charity. And if Bob lost, he had to get a Buffalo Wild Wings tattoo on his ass. He used to, to be the, be the voice former Buffalo voice. Wild Wings.
2: And we don't like fake shit. This is all just organic. It just happened on. Yeah. So yeah. who won?
0: We won. Mm. Yeah. So you got to get that Sla-
2: tattoo. I mean, I wasn't allowed a redemption shot, I guess, apparently. Ooh. So no one said no, though. Are you a beer pong guy? Yeah. Yeah, so when the game, you hit two cups to win it, you aren't get you it. allowed a redemption game? Let's do,
1: an- let's do another bet tonight. Redemption I was, shot, man. I feel like that's pretty standard. I feel like you're owed. A he just didn't ask, <laughs> but yeah, he, he, like, he fucked just up.
0: Didn't forgot. Like you cost yourself that. It's lack oh, of so awareness. If it Bobby. wasn't
1: brought up. I get that. Was, but but was we alive. also
0: hit same cup, island. Both of us same cup. So it's kind of no redemption at the same
2: time.
1: Ooh yeah. There's yeah. a good argument for that. too, Yeah, man. exactly. So island. But dude. you could have made the argument. I you could have made
2: the argument. No, big, I'm a man of my yeah. word. I'm getting the tattoo on my ass. I'm not fucking happy about it. But <laughs> that's it. It sucks, dude. I'm not joking. I always, because I pride myself, I always told myself I'm never fucking getting a tattoo. I just don't want one. I'm not interested. And now you're getting one. And now I have to fucking get one. So
1: You should get like a cool, meaningful one. I at, can. At it the has, same time. I, I mean, like at the same time. Like you obviously have to honor the bet and get the, the B-dubs tattoo.
0: B-dubs is pretty meaningful, though. B-dubs is meaningful.
2: We're not talking about B-dubs anymore, but the thing that i'm gonna get in my ass is (laughs) a a
1: wild wing cafe guy for the record
2: what's a wild wing cafe guy mean i never heard of that not buffalo wild wings right no Yo, potential deal bob just hold on i want to talk to you about wild wing cafe because i'm a big fan too (laughs) what is wild wing cafe
1: it was dude we had i used to play there a bunch dude (laughs) in asheville we had one in asheville r.i.p to the one in asheville it's now closed which is unfortunate but essentially it was like a it's like a smaller chain wing spot yeah smaller chain wing spot and they've got like 40-ish flavors probably dude and we used to they used to, wing night dude in high school bro we put a hurting on that spot dude yeah it, it's good though but they have so many flavors and it's like I'm not a big like super saucy wing guy yeah like I'm like a crispy dry rubby kind of guy you know like if I'm getting like I do like a Parm Garlic B Dubs with some ranch on the side, though
0: I won't lie.
2: I think we go against B Dubs here like Combs, but just boneless, not traditional. Yeah, of course. Boys figure out a chicken wing to rival them. Me, chicken wing. We're, we're huge B Dubs guys. Out, me and this guy.
3: We're huge B Dubs guy.
0: Really? Yeah, no, we're not. Place. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just like their boneless wings. Once. No, they're in a while. great. You ever yeah. see the winkest link?
1: Boneless wings <laughs> are yeah, nuggets? It's right? a classic. Kyle's yeah. the host. Pretty much chicken nugget at time. Boneless wings are just nuggets?
0: Yeah, I don't fuck for actual boneless. traditional like wings. No, right?
1: yeah, it's it's beta. traditional, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's traditional. It's
3: a beta wins. move to go boneless,
1: dude. It's just it's chicken alpha nuts, to go dude. bone in. It's the kid. It's just kids' wings. I agree. Yeah,
3: it's fucking ridiculous. Would you ever like venture out of country, like, and do? Let's say you did a not venture out, but if you did a collab with Post Malone or something different. Yeah, I
1: different. think it, I think it would just have to be like r- like it would just have to make a lot of sense, like mm. in the sense of like. I mean, Post loves loves country anyways. I mean, I don't know if he loves me or not, but he loves country stuff for sure. Yeah. Post loves everybody, I think. But, he, I, I mean, I would, if I, I don't know, man. Like, I've seen people in the past, like, do, go, oh, man, I want to do something other than country. Or I want to, it's like, I don't, like, country's always been enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be, like, a pop sure. star. Or, like. And I feel like a lot of I can people I see you, have like, starting a boy band, though. For, dude, I, I mean, I got the look for it, dude. I got, the, I got the boyish figure, dude, mm-hmm. down. But no, man, I, the country's always just been enough for me, dude. Like, and I feel like there's been so many guys I've seen that are like, they kind of get to the top of their thing. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I want more. Or I want to do this. Like, or I want to, you know, I want to be a, this guy or gal now. And it's like, traditionally, dude, especially in our genre, man, that really hasn't worked for a lot of people besides Taylor Swift. Morgan Wallen, too, though, with Lil yeah, Durk, right? Yeah, he's doing it, though. But I wouldn't say he's going for that thing. He's, he's, not, a one pop. Time he's yeah. not going, I want to be a pop star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure, he's dipping his toe in, and that it has to be something like that for it to be cool. Yeah, yeah but you guys, you, you, know, you have I mean? to
2: have, being who you are, there's so many opportunities, and what you've done so well is for different business ventures that must come to you every fucking day on, like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to be a part of this? So eventually, the money gets so big probably for somebody like you you could latch on a different
0: yeah what other businesses do you got going besides music
1: i mean i got um blue otter sunglasses which is going really great um and that's been going on for gosh probably 4 years now something like that um that's been that's been great for me but man i also try to not be i mean i own a publishing company with one of my buddies which is you know that's that's just nashville stuff um but i've always tried to like i don't want to do like too much either yeah you know what i mean like i really love like singing and writing and and playing you know country i really do yeah and it's like there's been times where there's other things that have come in and it's like i just get i just get overwhelmed with it man because then i feel like i'm not focusing on what i'm really good at you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like and what I had to me, what I have is enough for me. Like, you know did what I mean? Did you do like, a collab with Crocs? I did. I did. How, how I've long done was that. that. I've done four. No, four? but like the
3: guys that have done collabs with Crocs are legends like it's been <laughs> Bieber, Grateful Dead. Post. Post, and you.
1: Yeah. That's I, pretty cool, though, right? Yeah, dude, it is. Was- Dude, it has been great. They just great. hit you up and they're like, hey, Stiney let's go. Steiny probably do a plan. has like 50 pairs of crocs. Seriously, I'm not a crocs. I mean, I got guy. the no, dude, I got the griffin no. But how many like have you given them a shot? I've a never given them a shot. shot. I don't have fucking yeah. things
2: on my feet. I'm sorry. I don't know if this is a slap to anything you're doing business-wise. No, i never is, wear But it's all okay. right. <laughs> it's okay.
1: I won't take it personally.
2: What happens if it's crocs
0: are probably fire, but just getting to that step of like putting them on is to me, it's like a big step. Mm-hmm. Why like, I'm that? just scared. I don't know. I just, there's some fear of just Because you know, Crocs. dude. You know you're going to love it. <laughs> that's Super why you're yeah. scared of it. And I don't, I don't want to be a Croc guy, because I, I know I'm going to
1: like it. You're right. I think you that's know that you're going to put them on and be like.
2: Yeah, but do you okay. ever, like, when you're performing and it's 100 degrees and the sun's on your fucking feet, when you take them off, don't you have, like, weird tan lines on your feet?
1: I'm never wearing them on
2: stage, dude. Oh, so you're not that into Crocs, then?
1: Well, I mean, you can't wear them on stage. We are boots on stage, dude.
2: Just to you fit know? the whole country vibe?
1: Well, you don't wear, you know, you're not going to wear Crocs to the track meet, bro. You're going to wear spikes. You got to wear the thing. Right, that makes sense. You know, at least for me, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to, but for me, it's like that's part of the no, of it's course, kind of part of the deal for me. Absolutely, you know I mean, yeah, yeah. I just have a thing that I do, you know, that I like that I do.
2: So, I where would it. you rent? You know how they have like golfer ratings? So you have the, you know, number one. Well, they the also world. have NCAA basketball ranking. i'm actually uh a video game. yeah they have a
1: yes. 19
3: 19-
2: fucking 45 actually Tr- trying, to, <laughs> yeah. trying to trying to <laughs> trying to bring hard. up a yep. point go here. ahead sorry sorry um, back to my question uh there's rankings mm-hmm. you know in the nba and nfl yeah. and players one two three players players so who's the number one country music star in the world right
1: now oh man i mean it's that's, that's me or wallen for sure I think. Ooh, yeah
2: now we're getting yeah into something
1: yeah is, is there it, any
0: competitiveness
1: there? I mean, I think anybody that says there's not is lying, you know? I mean, I think any business is competitive.
0: I mean, you know, you know I'm, I think that... Friendly or does it get... Oh, dude, that?
1: I love Morgan. I think he's a great guy, man. I really yeah. do. Yes. And we, we've been on tour together, man. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think there's any, at least to my knowledge, that it's like, I don't know of any, like, country music. Like, oh, I hate this guy and I can't stand this guy. Like, I don't know of anything that's like... At least that comes to mind straight away. Mm-hmm. But I think, dude, every friendly has competition
0: that. Is, is key, though, too. Dude, like 100%, people keep you. drives sure. people
1: to, like, to be the, their best, man. Like, if Morgan doesn't come along and start crushing it, it you get comfortable. 100% well, the, It does grow That's the, the same the, with us too
0: With right. podcasts or videos other Right Like you want to be like,
1: like you want somebody to compete There's yeah. plenty somebody of room For to everyone to eat pushing It's actually Dude depressing. 100% man But it's
0: good for
2: the sport it's It like, is like Morgan's man.
1: crushing it. It's good It continues know? to like for, for me the cool thing about it Is like building the genre For sure Like I feel like There's always been a stigma
2: mm-hmm.
1: Of like Let's say you go to LA And someone's like Oh what are you A country singer Ugh So you don't have like A Morgan Wall and Dartboard In your room No No Okay Definitely not. Because we
2: have well, we got we some, have we got some Crocs ser- here, Bob. Let's go. What are these Where things? Are those those are the Luke Combs, bro. Are these Luke Combs yeah. custom Crocs? They are, dude. Oh dude, shit! And I'm bashing fire. Crocs. My bad.
1: Pop those bad boys on, dude. I know you're scared.
2: You wear those oh, when God, you're fishing or bag. hunting, no? no you want to try one, Bob? You, I'm not doing it. No? no? fuck. No, I mean, no, I actually, stop, fuck it. I will. Luke, I have
0: size ten. I'm keeping these. I have hunted in Crocs. What's that bad? No. Yeah. Do we have a bunch of pairs of these or no? Just one. All right. I'm keeping these. I'm making the jump.
1: are legendary. Are you gonna
2: feel them? Dude? I mean, Combs did us a big favor. Are you favor. worried
1: about putting these on? Or not? A little bit. You, you gotta you go barefoot. Like you can't this? go sock dude, with you the can... fucking crock. Socks?
2: No, that's a bad look. Yeah, that's bad. That's a
0: bad look. No socks and <laughs> yeah, crocks. Tell him. Just tell him, Luke.
2: Why do you go barefoot? I would go barefoot. I would go barefoot. <laughs> Give me the fucking barefoot crock. I'm gonna do the real
0: <laughs> taste test. Taste <laughs> test.
2: I'm gonna do the real fucking review of the fucking Luke Combs
0: fucking crockery. let me see. All right.
1: Dude, you're going to like you're going to like that feel, dude. Do you
0: go strap back or strap at
1: the front? Oh, strap in the front for strap me. That's front, two-wheel okay. drive, dude. <laughs> Pop that strap back, dude, you're immediately in four-wheel drive. Dude. Okay. You know? Okay. That thing's not When going. do
3: you go strap back? Is there a time and place for that? I
1: I personally almost don't ever.
3: Yeah, it's not a good look.
1: It's just to me it's like it doesn't I don't know, really, I'm not out, you know, I'm not going on a hike. Right. In my in that, this style.
0: For sure. You know but if things I mean? get serious, there is a time when you need to go strap
1: back. Yeah. There's a time, maybe, if you find yourself in a situation that you didn't expect to be out of control. I mean,
0: they are nice. They're, they're kind of like comfy, a slipper. Though. Like, I wear flops yeah. a lot, too, like socks and flops. Yeah, it's
2: I tell, tell you, I mean, if, I, I'm not a Crocs guy, but if it was to wear any time I would be a Crocs, it would be this one. I like what you did with the, what are the little things on top of them. I believe it's
1: gibbets. Jib- Am I saying that right? Gibbets, I think, is the name. Gibbets. <laughs> that's but what they call them, yeah. Yeah, oh, so 100%. you're going four wheel here. You're oh whoa! That, just, I'm just testing it out. You get that's the that's the dad move right feel there. Pa- dude. Feels powerful strap. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's a different feel. This is not like a, a you know a obvious plug here, but where would I get these if I wanted to buy these things?
1: Well, those are those have been sold out long. Yeah, bro. Long. Yeah, bro. A you Got to go drop secondary them. market Semibus. for those. Secondary bro. market. Those are secondary. Nasty
2: croc on my foot. <laughs> I mean, not the you product. I meant my no, foot. No, dude, you're getting you're going double,
3: dude. Look at him here. Oh my God! Socks on with the strap back.
0: Yeah. What if you go one strap back, one
1: front strap?
3: Has that been done before?
1: I've never, I've never seen it.
3: No, I've never seen that either. It just
1: feels irresponsible, really, to go one forward, one back. How are you feeling? Feels good. Get up, dude. Take a lap, dude. Take a lap. <laughs> take a lap in <laughs> the Crocs. You can't really feel the comfort, dude. They're pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're
2: definitely standing out. Yeah. With the orange strap and everything. So that's your personal Croc that you created and everything? Yeah,
1: that's the threes. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Let's go. And Let's they're sold out there. 2019. Fucking... We can find that stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's there. Yeah, that's there.
2: I might do like a giveaway for my fans.
1: With these?
0: Yeah. These are mine.
2: You don't have a pair. Well, I'm <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I'm that. My there's another, hey, listen, I'm sure there's another fucking pair around no, he here. he said there's
0: not. A- I don't know, dude. It's the yeah. only pair. I'm keeping it.
2: Really? Yeah. I mean, this this episode can be edited many different ways. <laughs> just so you know. I don't have much control over that, but you know <laughs> that's just how it is. You know, and we hit some very uh controversial topics. Oh, for sure, know? man. For sure. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So what's on the agenda today for you?
1: Man, like I got I got an interview after this, man. Um, Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. And I got the part number one party tonight. Um and then I got what? I got I think I got a day off. I think, tomorrow, and then play the stadium CMA Fest on Saturday. Let's go. So be fun. I mean, it's crazy. And then in it, guaranteed in it next week at the latest.
2: How much money is in this shit? It's, it's, <sighs> that, what do you mean? What you're doing? Like, how much, you're talking about the $10,000. I always care, like, yeah. how much money is in this? How much money are you making? In country music? <laughs> yes. In general? Yeah.
1: I don't know, it depends on the guy.
2: You know, you're asking me. This guy. No, I'm asking fucking Morgan Wallen, who's sitting right there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm doing all right. You know, I like to keep it. I don't know, man. I like to keep it. always. I remember a time, at least when my parents would be like, okay, you don't talk about politics, money, religion. Yeah. Now, I feel like we do all the time. I don't know why. We do. I promise you this. I'm not struggling, but it's never been about that for me, dude. And do I have nice stuff? absolutely bro i got i love i have a rolex yeah i love that Roley. i have See? nice black. shoes man i have President nice boots the black it's Amazing. we have one that. real rolex in this room it's amazing but it's like but it's like i don't know man cool. it's like never i'm not a big like Two. stuff guy i'm like a. i'm an experiences guy man you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. like i love going out and doing shit with people that i care about and like giving my friends experiences, yeah, helping my parents, like that to me is the definition of being rich. Experiences are bro. dope. That's what that's I that's like the too. definition of being rich, dude. Just like
2: do you ever do like going on do you ever do like randomly run, walking into a bar of somebody who's covering your song and then just pop in and just jump on stage like, I've
1: never I've never been in that scenario where like I've been walking by and someone's like actually been playing my song at that time. But I've always wanted to do that. You gotta do it. I've always wanted to do that. Especially if somebody's just butchering it. You're but walking I feel like it'd Broadway. be weird if you went up and you're like, don't play this song, <laughs> play one of my songs. Like if they because I've never like I've never had the moment line up where it's like, oh man, you know, like this guy's playing my song right now. It's always like, oh, they're playing another song. And then if I was to walk in, I feel like I'd be a big leaguer. Yeah. If I walked in it was like, let me go. You're get just on like the stealing mic. the show. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could help build a little, that. Maybe
2: we can all put on fucking our Crocs, go down Broadway, <laughs> okay? Pop into one fucking spot. We're yep. all rocking the Crocs because yep. there's plenty of pairs going around here. I already know there is. I know you're hiding something <laughs> in the back. And we fucking walk in and we do something there where the you croc, guys, you crocs, orchestrate yeah. it. It's brought to you by Combs Crocs. You- but is
1: orchestrated is cool though? If it's orchestrated, is no, it should, it should be natural. Yeah, but it's just like that'll have It'll you ever be tough right? maybe help be Have tough. you ever
3: performed and done like thrown the audience off and done like a John Legend, like a, a random song that's not by you?
1: Uh I did I did Fast Car at New Orleans Jazz Fest a couple weeks ago. Go crazy. Oh, love it. Love yeah. I love that song. Tracy Chapman? Yep. Yeah. Who it's a classic, man. It's a classic. Um, but yeah, dude, I grew up singing everything, man. I mean, you know, obviously there's stuff that's really great for our, our you know, live show and there's other stuff that's not. You know what I mean? Is there any music you just hate? Not, dude, honestly, not, I mean, not like really. Like me, I don't really like, like,
0: Pitbull. Like, if someone throws Pitbull I mean, on my ox like or something, I'm just like. I love just don't really. I just don't really fuck with it. I don't know. Pitbull? Yeah. What was you one of his
2: like, hit songs? Like Mr. Pitbull.
0: Worldwide. Not really. Oh, Mr.
1: Worldwide, yeah. The bald-headed guy? But you like all types of music? Dude, I love all types of music, man. I mean, all of it.
3: You like rap music? I love rap You have a favorite music. guy? Right now, currently?
1: Mmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's hard to not love Jack Harlow right now. Everybody loves Why hasn't right there now? been a fucking
2: hip hop collab with you? Has there?
1: That'd be crazy. It just hadn't be. Just hadn't worked out, dude. You know what I mean? I mean? It just hasn't like come to the table, dude. You know well, we mean? can. I think we can put it into fruition here. Wanna, into you, who would you want? Would Who would you want to work with? I mean, with? I think Post is the one that's always been. You know, I mean, we've hung out before as well, and it's like that's the one that's always been. That, that's the ones that I hear at least hear from my fans all the time. Is like that's the one that we want to happen. Luke
2: Combs, Jack Harlow would be like one be of those crazy, crazy hip hop country yeah. collabs. I think Combs and, and Post would be better.
1: I don't think I don't think Jack's a country guy though. I don't think he likes country, which is cool. You can't fault him, you know.
2: Because Morgan did it.
1: Morgan did it right, right with the uh, Lil Dirk one. Yeah, he did that. That was the first to me. Well, the OG dude is Tim McGraw and Nelly. Let's get real here. Okay, back in the day, dude. Sure. That was yeah. That was like people were like, what is happening? Yeah. Especially at that, I mean, when was that, 2005? But that didn't really, what were some
0: other big ones? Cruise. Cruise, but that
1: was like a remix thing. But Tim McGraw and Ellie was the one. That was the first thing. And it was like, people were just floored Because the song was awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a big hit. It's got to be done
3: right. Yeah, It's got to be done right. And that's what's so hard, man. How does the country like community react to that? Does it put, does it make you feel like yo, I gotta go do a song when Morgan's doing something with Lil I do not I don't
1: I don't ever feel the pressure to do something that someone else is doing. Yeah. Um I think if you're doing that, you're you're trying to win a race that's already been run. You yeah. know what I mean? Like for sure. I'm worried about the next lap. You know what I mean? Like if I spent all my time worrying about what somebody else is doing, then I would just I wouldn't be doing anything on my own. I'd be like, well, how do I do what this guy's doing, or how do I do what that guy's doing? So it's like. That dude, that stuff's great, and I would be doing I I would do those things. I just it has to be right, man. I have to have the song. That to me, that's what it's about. Like if the song's not there, I'm not gonna do it just for clout. I'm not gonna be like, man, I really need to get my numbers up or get whatever up. So I'm gonna do a collab with somebody. Because then that's not fair to them, dude. For sure. Because then I'm being disingenuous, dude. I'm not going, hey man, I really want to do this because I love your music or I think that you're a great artist. Yeah. You know, I would just be being opportunistic at that point which i wouldn't want to do because then i feel like that just subconsciously dude that bleeds through yeah like and maybe no one would look at it and go man that's really disingenuous but like somehow they know like they have such a a way to like sniff that stuff out man there's got to be so
2: much shit like when you have so much shit going through your head like at least you know you're on another level but there's so much shit going on it's hard to balance all this stuff does it ever get you to a point where you're just like i got i'm getting like shut the fuck up everybody texting me managers people tell me to do this tell me to do that i'm fucking checking out do you ever get like that anxiety that we always talk about on the episode did you ever get any of that from,
1: from um from that not really man i mean my team's been really great uh about giving me space you know um and obviously man i wish it wouldn't have been through covid but right. i had a great amount of time to like Sit down and, like, process everything, man. Because when COVID happened, dude, like, I mean, I was just, you know, I mean, it was like I, I didn't know what was going on, dude. Yeah, I was literally in Europe at Ed Sheeran's house when Cappy called me. I was like, we got to go home in the morning. Really? And I was like, holy cow. That's and what they,
2: the NBA shut down. And yeah, same day. And same so, day. Nobody knew what was going
1: on. And so it's like you get home and you're like, okay, well, now it's like my life's gone from just complete and utter chaos insanity to, like, nothing yeah like it's completely crickets for sure like you're at home nobody knows what's going to happen to anything so i had a lot of time to process man like what my life had become very quickly Mm -hmm. you know like you i I never would have given myself that time had it not been for that Mm -hmm. obviously i wish it wouldn't have taken a pandemic Mm -hmm. for that to happen but so covid happening helped your business no no i wouldn't say it helped. helped you personally it helped my My psyche, for sure, man. It Mm -hmm. helped me. Like, you just don't know how to like handle that. Like, nobody knows how to handle that. Like, it's never. Like, people can tell you a hundred times, like, it's gonna be this, it's gonna be that, but it's like, you can't. It's like being a parent, I think, in a lot of ways. Mm. That's what all my buddies with kids have told me. It's like, hey, man, I could tell you a million things, but you're not gonna get it until it happens. And it's, I think, the 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 whole career launch off insanity thing is very much the same thing it's like people can tell you you can you know Kane chesney can tell you this or garth brooks can tell you that about it but it's like you can't really understand it until it happens Mm -hmm. and then almost every time you're like well whatever that guy said was right it's like it doesn't matter how many times you're told it until it
0: happens got to learn for yourself sometimes right right
1: but and you already know people be like hey it's gonna be like this and you're like okay and then it happens, and you're like, wow, it was just like that. But also, I wasn't prepared for it still somehow. Right. It's just crazy, man. Yeah,
2: when it's there's a, a lot going on, it's hard to kind of, you know. It's a
1: crazy, crazy thing, man.
2: And your wife is very supportive with everything oh, you dude, do?
1: big time, man. Big time. She's this, a rock This style,
2: lifestyle man. does affect the sexy time, though, the bedroom sometimes.
1: Oh, what do you mean? Oh.
2: It's just for him. It's personal. <laughs> we don't need to get into personal <laughs> shit. Man. We don't need to get into personal <laughs> shit. What are you saying? Nothing. Oh, that's changed. really it's not affecting him. He's laughing at <laughs> like, Since my previous podcasts,
1: I've taken it to a whole new level. <laughs> nice. So new album? June 24th? New album, June 24th, man. Long time in the making, for sure. What's different about this one? Man, for me, there's there's some songs that wouldn't have been on my on my other albums, you know. Um I man, I think that just comes with being, you know, I'm 32, dude. I'm not, you know. I'm not seventy, dude, but like, I'm get like I'm like you hit a different phase of life, man. Like at thirty, dude, you know it's like I'm married now. I'm about to have a kid any minute. Like that changes your perspective, dude. That changes your outlook on things, dude. So it's like for me, it was like there are a bunch of songs on here that I feel like okay, some could have been on my first record, some could have been on my second, but there are some songs that really I don't feel like could have been on anything but this one because because of the time spent at home at covid getting married finding out we're having this kid it's like those things have kind of changed you know not even just the direction of the song writing but in the studio as well musically you start to you start to change a little bit man and i think it's um that's what this album's been for me and i've always wanted to continue to grow as a musician you know um to be able to continue to kind of push boundaries and and you know, do what I really feel like I'm supposed to be doing, which I always have been. I mean, I don't think I've been doing anything wrong, but I don't wanna make the same album a hundred times in a row either. Yeah, You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I can write a great, yeah, I could write you a great beer drinking song in the next hour and I would love it and it would be great. But it's like, I already have those songs. So how do you continue to be successful and do something that keeps me interested You know, because it has to like I have to get up and sing these songs for the rest of my life, so I have to be excited about them coming out and excited about people hearing them. I think that's super important too, man.
2: You got to play the same song. The thing is, you have to play the same song over and over again. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Do there any ones that you had that you're like, fuck, I have to sing
1: this song. I don't want to anymore, but I have to sing it. I really don't have anything. Luckily, man, that I've put out that I'm like, gosh, I just really hate this. And if we had to sing it, I would really hate that. I don't have anything like that. you know um and you know now especially once this third album comes out you know it'll be we'll have more stuff dude so our set list will be it will it can change up even more like the more songs you put out it has the ability to make the live show so much more different every night which i think is huge for us dude i mean because it's it can be like okay dude well the set list is like kind of limited with what we have out, dude, is kind of the limits of what the set list can be. Cause you're not gonna go to you know, you're not gonna headline stagecoach and do a set of cover songs or do a set of Did you, head, you
2: headline you headlined stagecoach? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, that was great. Wow.
1: That was That's fun. a pretty that your good first moment. time there or you been there before? No, that was my third time there. So I did direct support in 2019. And then 2017, I did like one o'clock in the afternoon, like 200 people thing. To <coughs> people that don't know country, like some people
0: don't, but when yeah. I went to Tortuga, that was probably my first like country music festival. And it's like it's so fucking big, it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. Some, it's, the walking into that, right? Like it's like people sleep on the it, line dude, just fucking, sure. fucking people went crazy. Back, bro. Like,
1: yeah, it's crazy. People I mean, go fucking coaches, nuts. For them. Yeah, we saw craziest.
2: it firsthand. It was, it was
1: fucking cool. So yeah, is, I mean seventy-five, eighty thousand, I think.
2: Was that who, who fucked, that's a lot of people? Who made that who made that call to you that said, hey, they offered you the headline stagecoach? Cappy. Who's Cappy? My manager. Cappy. <laughs> got a very silent, deadly. Oh. Here, right? oh. Cappy's yeah, got dude. to pop in for a minute. Can we yeah. get Cappy
1: in here for a minute? Oh, we can. Absolutely.
2: Do you mind Cappy? Pop it in. in. Come on. Yeah, we got to get Cappy get in, in here. here for a second.
1: We like getting the So what is, so what,
2: what is this relationship here? So we got Cappy, stepping Cappy. in. Cappy. Cappy's in. Cappy, that's here an impressive beard. Uh, Cappy's got a sexy beard. Cappy's <laughs> dialed in here. So what's
0: what's this? How did you two meet? What what's your
2: role? Cap, give the story. Role, yeah, dude.
1: dude, give the story. Let's hear.
0: Or what's his role? What's, what's his role with on the team? Manager. Manager.
4: Yeah. Um, our friend Bradley Jordan, who owns a uh, company called Peachtree Entertainment, uh, knew I always wanted to be a manager. My best friend in the world. Uh, we've been friends since high school. Called me one day, and I was looking to be a manager, and he said, "I found your guy," and his name is Luke Combs. And I was working for a company uh, for 15 years called Six Man, where we threw music festivals on cruise ships. So we did KISS and John Mayer and <clears throat> uh, Paramore, big bands like that. Wow. And uh, I had to buy the show to get Luke to even play because he didn't have any shows. So I, we had to buy it. So it was 750 bucks to buy the show and then another 750 bucks to rent the room, the 40 watt in Athens, Georgia. Funded by Cappy. Yeah. Well he didn't know all that though yeah. at the time. But so we did it just to do it to see him play live. Okay. And uh it easiest like a real, you've ever spent, like, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, right. like Jackpot Best baby. 15, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the time, you know, we that was only Luke's second show because the River Rome River Jam. or no, I'm sorry, the brew house is where second, second saw show
1: you. since moving to Nashville. Yeah, since
4: moving to Nashville. Yeah. And then uh we bought the show and we were expecting it to be, you know, three people there, you know, Bradley, myself, and Luke. Because it was a holiday weekend? It was Memorial Day in a college town Memorial in Athens day, on a Saturday. Athens, yeah. So like school's been out
1: yeah, and everybody's on the lake, lake all dude. day, you know? Yeah.
4: So we were expecting nobody to show up and it was amazing to sit there and watch. This is the first time you ever played Hurricane Live in front of anybody. Either. True. Like, I
1: forgot about that. It, it yeah. hadn't
4: been released yet. It was only on Facebook and as a video, uh, an acoustic video. And I remember Luke asking me, he's like, "Hey, can you print these lyrics out? Because these guys need to know how to sing it." And I remember in soundcheck they're rehearsing it, and Rob Williford, our guitar player, was like learning how to play the opening lick, which is a very unique lick. Yeah. So he starts singing, and I was like, "My God, this guy can! This guy can sing! Like he can really sing!" And uh, and he was commanding the room, and there was nobody even in it yet. And that's when you know you have something special. Well, about nine o'clock, we're going to open doors because it's a college town, of course. So, you know, and there's 83 people in line. Like, there's people in line that no, not we didn't sell a single advance ticket. And I started just asking everybody, "Why are you here?" Well, I love this guy. (laughs) Why are you here? Well, awesome
2: manager. Hey guys, to the show. Why are you fucking here? (laughs) I wasn't
4: his manager yet. I was finding out about him. Oh okay. How how how, like how do you even know about this guy? And they're all like Vine. We all found him on Vine, and we wanted to see him live. And they came in, and they were singing every word to the, every song. He had, he had six songs out, two, three-song EPs. And they were singing every word to every song then. Then he sang Hurricane that night, and they sang Hurricane. And it wasn't even released yet. And I was like, this guy has it. And I worked hard to get into the opportunity to manage him. And um, he gave me the opportunity and said, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job. I moved to Nashville. I was 42 years old. And I started driving the van. And we did everything together. Like it was, I was selling t-shirts, mixing their ears from my cell phone on a 16 channel Bluetooth mixer as the show was going on. The hustle. To making it work. And then every night he would get off stage and I would hand him a towel and a beer and I'd walk him out to the front of house and he would start signing and taking photos with every fan that was there. And we built it one fan at a time, playing bars and, and stuff like that. And that's how we did it from the very, very beginning. Wow! That's now, cool. now
2: to the gritty stuff. to Throw him under the bus. So, what does he have? Any? What, what's some complicated things he has in his rider?
0: On his rider? No, just yeah. No, no. I, kind of I, that I, that's so what I'm thinking give us all it's all the dirt on him now. I mean, say. we have
4: Perfect. we have. Uh, I mean, the most obscure thing you have is Tobo Chico. I mean, you don't have really? anything. Yeah. It's you not know, like you have Diva? green M and M's or oh, anything like dude, that. Big time, yeah. Yeah, Topo big Chico. Diva, La- that's not even on the rider, though. Yeah, Lay's potato chips. That's on the rider. Lay's potato chips,
1: regular Lay's potato chips.
4: Has to be on the rider every night. But it's like a
1: panic. So those are available for like panic. Those also are very good for panic vocal moments. If,
2: if there's no Lay's potato chips, uh, and when you show up, are you like fuck this shit? I'm I not don't. Kidding.
1: It wouldn't even notice if they weren't there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: But I there's yeah. Notice. That's that's the only thing on the rider that's like they're always in the in the room. Like Andrew always has Lay's potato chips. Yeah, it's in like the room. So
1: we what you really use and We always joke around. It's like you know me and my guitar player always joke around. We're like, oh dude, for your voice, you know. We're always like. We're just right. eating potato chips, but we're, like, right. pretending like we're sour Sour gummy voice. bears.
4: Sour gummy bears are a big one, too.
1: Yeah, but I, those are more Wilford. Yeah. Wilford's a gummy bear guy. Yeah.
4: How big is the team? How big is your team? God, there's over 50. over 50, for sure. Full-time, full-time people. Full-time employees, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's and this is the guy that when, you know, COVID hit, he didn't lay anybody off. He didn't He didn't do any of that. He didn't lay anybody off. He didn't furlough anybody. He sat everybody down and said, you and your families are safe. You don't have to worry about. That's 50 people on on salary for a year and a half that that he made sure were taken care of. That's Crazy. out of his own it's pocket. A great
2: man, but let's be honest, business was booming. Right? You know.
1: It was good, but it was still Well, there's tough. no touring. There's no
2: touring. Right, right, right. No t- and that's how it country business, artists make you know? their money. I was going to say, what percentage of the revenue is coming from live touring? A lot.
4: A lot. More a than lot. 50? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you guys say what you charge for a show? Yeah, I mean, we Luke keeps it... I mean, this. Let, let me brag on you. You mean tickets. Yeah, I need to brag on you. Yes, you're for a lot of brag. Second. Like, because, you know, Luke could charge a lot more for his tickets. And a couple of things that he does that's pretty amazing is every night, there's always a $25 ticket available, even in stadiums, because he feels that a couple... If there's a pair of... Like, there's fans that want to go to the show. They might only have $100 of disposable income to be able to use to go to that show. So to be able to buy their tickets, go down there, have a drink and everything... Like, that's the kind of guy he is. Could he charge way more for that? Yeah, he could charge $55, 60 $75 for that same ticket, but he doesn't. You're thinking of them being able to budget some
0: beers, too.
1: Dude, for that's, sure, man. And it's
0: like, that's I, a true I, don't, I
1: don't like want it to be, mentality. I like it. You know, I, I told you guys before, it's like, it's not, re- it's, dude, it's not about money for me. And I do really well. I do. I wouldn't lie to you. I do, I do great. But it's never been about that, man. Right. It's not. Like, this like, that fall. That doesn't make me happy, dude. Like, money does not make me happy <laughs> right. at all. None of it.
4: Like this fall, we put a a tour up for sale, okay? And it was 360, so in the round arena tour where we play in the middle of the room, right? Usually you do one, and then that one sells out, you do the other one. Well, we didn't do that. We put them both up at the same time, Friday and Saturday night show. But Luke said, you know what? I want to keep the price, 2020 price. Even though I have 2022 expenses— I want to keep the price pre pandemic because of inflation. And the only thing I can, I can control my ticket price. Cause we don't have a tour deal with anybody. Like we control everything that we do. And he said, I'm keeping it that way. And I'm not going to platinum my tickets either. I'm not going to jack the price up and let it, let it, let it run wild. And I'm going to let my fans buy them first. So all that stuff is done to make sure the fans have the tickets and not the scalpers and stuff like that. But did we leave 25% on the table? Absolutely. We did. But in the grand scheme of things, are we trying to have a career till Luke can play and do this until he's 70? Absolutely. We don't, we're not looking for the quick money grab right now. We're looking for the annuity of a relationship with your fans down the road an evergreen career.
2: So you're going to look to play till you're 70. I mean, I'd like to,
1: Mm -hmm. as long as I'm having fun, man. You know what I mean? I'll play. I don't know. It's like, that's just what, that to me is like ever makes everything else worth doing, like all the stuff that you wouldn't want to do. That's like that you would consider. Oh man, this is the unfun part of my job, or this is the part I don't like. Like when you're out on stage in front of a stadium, dude, it's like all that stuff's just completely. worth You must doing. see some yeah.
2: crazy shit. You ever see the the titties go up? For sure. So people yeah, what's show- a
1: crazy story? Yeah. Like, what's your
0: craziest? Um. Craziest Lots of titties, story- though. Lots of titties. I mean, there's never enough. And the girls <laughs> at the country fests are just like different too. Oh right? yeah, they're yeah.
2: just. I don't think anybody has a shirt on.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say that, man. And it's like that. the milfs too, right? Oh like, yeah, that's It's the like thing. the fifty-year-old. We, to <laughs> we got the fucking tramp like- stamps
2: in the back, neck
1: tattoos, titties out. <laughs> we have a good crowd. Yeah, we have a good crowd. So
2: there is. So there has to be some moments outside the titties that have been crazy that you've dealt
1: We'd, with. We. One of my favorite stories that I have um, is I went out. To me and my wife went to uh, Maui. BMI puts on a songwriter's festival. Maui's thing in, dope. In Maui. Maui's cool. I'd never been there. It was wild. Like, couldn't even imagine what was going on. So, we go to this, they have a songwriter's festival there that they put on. And it's like, it's 10 people that they invite, like artists, songwriter people. And they pay for your expenses to go out and your hotel and stuff. And it's a thing that's been going on for years. It's really cool. Well, my wife at the end was like, hey, I've got to because she was still working full-time at the time. She's like, I got to go back to Nashville. I got to go to work. And so I had some radio stuff in Seattle like two days later. And I was like, well, I'm just going to stay out here because I'm not going to go all the way back to Nashville. Just to buy. when I get there, I got to go all the way back to Seattle. So I stayed in Maui for two days by myself. And so one of the, like, benefactor guys um, for the show – I was like, hey, you want to play golf? I'm so bad at golf, and I was like, I literally don't know anyone here, so I'll go I'll go play golf with this guy. He's like, hey, you want to go play poker at Willie Nelson's house tonight? I'm like, absolutely, I want to do that, absolutely. So, and of course, like, I had met Willie like the two days before that, but like, hello, that was the extent of it. It wasn't like we were sitting there talking. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, I don't expect Willie Nelson to know who I am at all, bro. He's like. He's goaded. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we pull up to his spot. It's his like house. It's just like a house on the ocean of Maui. Like it looks like a house in like a 70s suburb. And then it's just sitting literally right on the ocean in Maui. It's insane. So we pull up and I'm like, I don't even know if he knows I'm supposed to be there or not, dude. I don't know. So we get out. The guy I'm with, he's on the phone. He's like, "Go ahead and just go in." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, this is like a lot of pressure, bro. Go in," and I'm like, "It's gonna be everybody's gonna be yucking it up, dude. It's just Willie Nelson in there, by himself, watching TV in the garage." And I'm walking in like six pack of Miller Light, <laughs> like the the you know plastic ring six pack, and he's like, "Hey, man," and I was like. <laughs> Oh, hello you know I'm like, dude. like, <laughs> what is happening right now dude so we chat for a minute and i'm dude i'm halfway across the world from my wife from anybody dude so we get in there we're talking for a minute dude he rips the he rips the piece out dude you know what i mean peace putt oh and i've heard the stories bro it's like don't you know toby keith has a song called never smoke weed with willie again you know what i mean mm. i heard the song i'm aware of the moment you know And I go, all right, man. When this thing comes, you can only you got one, dude. You can't go twice, dude, on this deal.
2: Hitting the blunt, you mean, or whatever you smoke? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a bong, or it's yeah, it's like a little, it's like that. It's like yay, big probably. And so, rip this deal. A couple guys show up, dude. They're getting to play poker, going on, dude. We're talking about everything, and then it's like it comes around again, and I'm just, dude, rip it, throw it down, and I'm like. Oh man, dude! Like I after I passed it on, I'm like, I just did. I just went there again, dude. And I, this was the mistake that I was not supposed to make. That I've now made, right? So we sit down, dude, to play poker. And dude, these guy—I'm the youngest guy there by 35 years, mind you. Like, don't know anyone, dude. Willie's get—he's got all the cards. He's got them face up, and he's slinging these <laughs> cards, dude, out. And it's like me and these old these guys have been you just ripped poker. at that point. Not yet, but, like, as the cards are coming across, dude, I'm seeing them like, whoa, dude. I'm like, these are coming slower and slower. You know what I mean? You're going all in with Jack 5 offsuit and shit? No, dude. This is the first deal. This is where panic is sitting in. We're (laughs) sitting down, and all the cards are face-up coming. And then, dude, I just see this ace, like, and it's just spinning. And it comes, it lands right in front of me, man. And Willie's like, all right, man what's the game you're dealing <laughs> at that moment i'm like oh man i am in i'm in deep water right, right now with these guys
2: you got to call the game
1: meaning call the game bro and i realized later these guys are like every hand is a different game so every hand they're like all right this is deuce spider sweetie two hand <laughs> and i'm like what i don't even like texas holdem i'm like barely getting through You know what I mean? And these guys, every hand is a different game. And they're just out of there. Don Nelson walks in. (laughs) Not a lie. Hall of Fame NBA coach Don Nelson walks in. And he's like, who wants to get bought out of their spot at the table? And I'm like, your guy over here is. (laughs) I am dying over here, dude. And so he takes my spot. I sit down at this little table, dude. And it's like, if I can set it up for you, I'm at this table. There's a hallway going right here. But nobody at the poker table can see down the hallway, right? Mm -hmm. Only me. I'm the only guy in the entire planet at this time that can see down this hallway. And I remember one of the guys at the poker table, he's sitting directly across from Don Nelson. And so I can't see him because he's behind Don. And I just see this guy go like, he just kind of pops out like this. And he's like, Luke, you need a water, bud? And I'm sitting (laughs) over there, I'm like, no man, I'm 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 cool, dude. He goes, nothing wrong with needing a water bud. Got plenty of water over here. Okay. And dude, I get this mason jar, dude. I must have drank two gallons of water, dude. Like I'm in the bathroom, like splashing. Like I'm like th- I'm for sure about to die. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So you're having like, I'm like that- panic attack? Oh, for sure. But it's also like kind of Bong awesome. just
0: fucks you too. Like,
1: oh, yeah. dude. I'm really yeah, nelson dude.
2: doesn't fuck around. Because
1: you're also halfway across the world. And like you don't know anyone, and you're in Maui, and you're you're in like, Maui, and you're like I don't have a car. It's not like I could drive anyways if I had a car, right? So I'm just like stuck. And I'm like I just have to get, eventually we'll come off of this roller coaster I'm currently on. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming back and forth from the bathroom, dude. I'm splashing myself, drinking this water, dude. People are coming in, setting food down on the table, but just pigging out, dude. In this on this table, and I remember Willie getting up. And he walks down. I'm sitting at this table. He doesn't say anything to anyone. He gets up. These guys are playing poker. He gets up. He walks right past me, down all the way down the hallway. And there's this punching bag at the end of the hallway. And he stands there and, and like, arms out, like, full karate kid, <laughs> and starts just kicking this punching bag. Just dude. tossing crane kicks? I, tossing crane. Like, this dude, he's 85, 84. And, like, just hammering this punching bag. You're just i shit. That's fucking And I'm, he's like, no, it out. I'm looking at the poker table, and I'm, like, what is happening? Like, nobody sees this happen.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He goes out. He's out for five minutes. Could have been five hours. I don't know the difference at this point. Comes back in. Stops at the thing. Hits one more crane kick. Walks back in. Doesn't say a peep, dude, about it. Sits back down like nothing happened. And I'm, like... That's my moment. I've had my moment Mm -hmm. with Willie Nelson, and it was him doing the crane kicks at God knows what time it is in Maui, baked out of my gourd at his house. Wow. Like, I texted my buddy. I was like, hey, man, I just need you to know that, like, I know it's 4 a.m. where you're at, but I'm, like, super baked with Don Nelson and Willie Nelson. It's like insanity. But I just wanted you to wake up to this text. You just needed someone in the world to know. Right. Like, what happened? Because, like, no one's going to believe And then
2: story. what was the exit? How did you get out? Because you're still obviously probably paranoid. Dude, out. I was
1: like, well, eventually I got to the point where I'm like. <sighs> just crane kick your way out of the house? Did you dude. do a crane kick on the exit, too? I, I No, <laughs> I should have, though. Yeah. I should have. But essentially, dude, the guy I rolled with was like, I mean, it gets to whatever time it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, man. Like, these, I mean, these guys are, dude, they're 75. Some of them are 80, dude. And they're like, just partying, dude. Right. I'm like, these guys are just different, different. That's incredible. Generation, bro. You know what I mean? That's a great story. It was wild, dude. That's it was, a great that story. was absolutely wild.
2: Well,
0: we good? You got to run to Rolling Stone? You
2: no, know, you got to run to Rolling I got, Stone. I got Stone's. This to was us. a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. This Michael's. is a lot, a lot of fun. We'll,
0: uh, we'll <laughs> see you tonight. Number one yeah. party. We're Number one party. This, bro. this was yeah. awesome. Thanks really guys, cool. Man.
2: This Luke's is a really, really good talk. You're Album awesome.
0: out June 24th. June 24th. June 24th, baby. We're going to be bumping that shit. Fucking
2: wearing Crocs and listening to that fucking thing the whole fucking time. strap
0: back, June 24th. That's a strap back then? I love
2: it. Luke, you're the man. Let's go.